Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 9.09. It is the best time of week for us because we know we got a week left until, well, today Don Debut comes on for Newell Norman. But more importantly... We get to talk to Ian McNulty, who covers food and dining culture for the Times-Picayune, New Orleans Advocate. If y'all got any questions about where to eat or where to drink this weekend, nice January weekend, get out and do some stuff. Well, Ian McNulty's here to answer your questions. You know, And you know what else we do, Ian McNulty? Hi, Tommy. What's Hi. that? We get to live your life vicariously for an hour, <laughs> which is a pretty nice thing to do. Well, Tommy, it's great to be with you, and right now my life is uh, sort of like what Peyton Malone was describing there on the weather forecast. It's, it's gusty, right? It's, uh, we've got lows in the 30s. I'm, I'm sitting here in my living room surrounded by all the outdoor plants, which are now very unenthusiastic indoor plants, like some kind of crazy plant guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have mind of winter. You? <laughs> they are, yeah. They're 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 moving around. They're saying, "Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. Uh, feed me. Feed me hot <laughs> tips. I'm to go eat and for cold, wintry weather." And uh, that's what I've been doing. I've had a, a mind of, of winter this past week, and uh, I've been been seeking out comfort through, uh, through good, hearty food. And you know, for for a, a city that we spend most of our time in sort of a tropical attitude. Uh, we we can spring to it on the food front when the when the cold winds come gusting through and the, the pipes start dripping. Um, I've 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 found uh, I found mighty new inspiration to to get up out of the house for these evenings and lunch times and uh, have been found some some pretty good hearty comfort food out there. Yeah, like um, what? One in particular. Yeah, one in particular that uh, that a lot of people were I have to say kind of surprised to to learn about when I posted about it is. Um, a little, really kind of a little tavern on St. Bernard Avenue, just off of St. Claude, in the 7th Ward there, near, near the old Circle Foods, if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. It's called The Green Room, and that doesn't give much away, the name The Green Room. Uh, maybe it puts a, uh, a Carnival Time song in, in your head, The Green Room is smoking. Uh, well, well, they're not smoking over there, but what they're doing is making Slavic soul food. Uh, the chef, Matt, uh, has um, Ukrainian roots, actually, and uh, he's been drawing on those for his menu, which plays through pierogi, uh, stuffed cabbage rolls, uh, bellini, which are like the, the Eastern European style of crepes, top of a little dab of sour cream and some caviar, and, and really, I have to say, a heroic Reuben sandwich. And you put some of that together for, uh, on a on a on a fill up your table with, with platters of that, 
and just start digging in. And uh, that was definitely the antidote on one of those first cold nights. You know, a good Reuben is. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, you what makes what did you what was the word you used? What kind of Reuben? Uh, heroic. 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 What makes a Reuben yeah. heroic? Uh, it's the the stature of the sandwich. Um, you know, this is uh, this is not a sandwich that's native to our territory down here in the land of the po' boy and the muffalata. But you know, think about the best the best po' boy. Maybe the one where the the shrimp are tumbling out of it to form a, a side dish of shrimp. The best muffalata might be just this big, fat, striated, layered creation. The best Reuben, I think, you, you look at it in, in wax paper in its little tray, and you think, I, I can't get my mouth around this thing. What am I going to do with this? It's because it's stacked so high with these swirling layers of corned beef. Uh, and in this case, the one at the green room, uh, they, they do it one better, and they add uh, braised cabbage and beets in between there with the Russian dressing uh, and this butter crisp rye bread that holds it all together, and daunting though it may seem, when you when you would you see this thing there that is yes indeed larger than your mouth, uh, you, you you soldier on, you pick it up, you squeeze it down, you compress it, you bite in, and you get all of those layers, and the juices start flowing, and it's fantastic. And it, this is a this is a splitter sandwich. You want to you want to eat half of it. You want to share it with somebody or eat half of it and take the rest home, although invariably you'll probably cut into it before the next meal because you know it's there and it's still warm, and you might even take a few bites out of it at a stoplight. Uh, not a true story. Well, but wait, that, are, that, that, are, are you saying as big as like a Carnegie Deli sandwich, that big? Getting there, getting okay. there. Um, not, qu- not quite that. Not, not quite the Meg Ryan, you know, pounding the table, I'll have what she's having, kind of a deli experience. <laughs> but, uh, but, but close, and, and as close as I've found in New Orleans. So that was a real treat, the green room. And it, 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 the menu goes like that. It, it's all these dishes that you just, you know, they have a really good burger. Uh, they have some other dishes that are a little more like, you know, pub grub. And this is, I hasten to add, a very casual, you walk in, you're like, oh, this is a bar, sure. But then you take a look at the menu, and you know you, you're not finding kielbasa with pierogi and uh, you know thick mustard and buttered onion rolls just everywhere. But this and is and where is this again? The green room is where? It's on Saint Bernard Avenue, uh, between Claiborne and Saint Claude, close to the, the old Circle Foods grocery. Okay, sounds great. What else you been eating? Yeah, a lot of soup. It turns out <laughs> a lot of soup. Uh, there are you know I'm a gumbo guy uh, and. And I'm a pho guy in the Vietnamese soup, of course. Those, those are my two kind of go-tos. But I decided to branch out a little more this week, seek the uh, seek comfort in some different flavors. And there is this restaurant in Gretna called Nine Roses. Uh, you can see it right from the West Bank Expressway. Yeah, it's been there forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been there forever. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And this is what I call, you know, in the realm of New Orleans Vietnamese restaurants, there's the you know, the noodle cafes, the noodle shops, the places that have – Kind of the standards, your pho, your banh mi sandwiches, the spring rolls, um, typically kind of small places. And then you have what, in my mind, are the banquet restaurants. These are restaurants that are set up to host a, a Vietnamese wedding. You know, they, they, can, they have big spaces. They have lots of tables. They have those big round tables often. And uh, they have menus that go very deep on traditional dishes. And Nine Roses is, is an exemplar of that. They also have a little sideline of Chinese dishes. If, if you know, if you're going for that, or you're going with somebody who's who wants to kind of play both sides of the card, there a little Vietnamese, a little Chinese American. 
but it's the, the Vietnamese dishes that go beyond the basics that you've perhaps come familiar with around New Orleans that are the real treat and the real lure here. And one in particular was the soup. Um, it's called con, uh, excuse me, yeah, con kai nyo. So that's uh, hard to say, but easier to spell. Uh, just look at the menu for the thin soups. They have this whole section of menu called thin soups. Uh, but this menu is, is anything but thin on flavor. And let me tell you the story about this soup. I, I like to spy on other tables, especially when I'm at a restaurant where, you know, it's new to me or maybe this is a, a cuisine that I'm less familiar with. So years and years ago, when I was first getting to know what Vietnamese food was like across the New Orleans area, I'm sat at a table with some friends and I spy the waitress coming around with this just football helmet shaped bowl of soup headed to a different table. And I am like aggressively uh, gawking at what, what is going on at this table because these, this, this, this particular party sat next to us was just getting all of these things that I'd never seen before. And one of them was this soup and I acquired, and the next time I went, we got it. And this is a, a soup to share. This is not a one person soup. This is, um, this is ladle this out into four bowls as a starter for, for a table of four or two people can split it for dinner uh, with maybe some shrimp toast and spring rolls on the side, which is what we did. But the soup is, is it looks very simple. It's a thin broth. Uh, it's Vietnamese water spinach. So sort of a, a bitter, dark green, almost like a, almost like a cross between broccoli and kale, I'd say. With a little spinach flavor thrown into, but it's not it's not your typical you know, Western supermarket spinach by any means. And then uh, kind of the key touch is this mixture of ground shrimp and ground pork that that is really just kind of these these torn irregular pieces of it tossed in there into the broth. It's almost like the uh, the fillings of, of, of dumplings or dim sum uh, without the noodle. That you know sweet ground shrimp bound together with a little pork for a little more heft and this all goes into the soup and at the table you, you might give it a blast of hot sauce some of that chunky sambal elec uh which is more flavor than heat really in my opinion and maybe a little bit of soy sauce and you swirl that around in the broth and tommy it's just perfection this is it's 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 warming from the inside out it feels nourishing uh, and at the end of it, you you can eat quite a bit of this and not feel uh, weighed down either, but highly satisfied. Um, so that, that was uh, – you want to see a picture of it, we have a story on NOLA.com about it, and also on my Instagram, Ian McNulty NOLA. Um, you can see a picture of that and a bunch of other soups that I've been dipping, uh, dipping my ladle into over the last week. Um, another one that I think deserves special attention – is uh well soups from the mexican tradition two of them uh one is a mexican restaurant in sort of the, where broadmoor and uptown meet it's where where broad street turns into napoleon avenue that crux there uh it's called el pavo real and this is a wonderful family-run mexican restaurant it's been there for years keeps a low profile uh but just delicious food and the reason i like it so much tommy is when i go in there i feel like I feel like more I'm in somebody's home than I do sort of a restaurant that's just set up to, to sell you some tacos and tequila. You know, that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good formula. People want to go out and eat tacos and drink tequila. And <laughs> there's lots of places that, that will set that up for you. But this is a place that really takes time building the sauces and the salsas and the little touches. And it really comes through in this soup. They call it caldo de pollo, which is just chicken soup. 
uh, but it's red from all the chilies that are in it. It's bobbing with pieces of chicken, corn on the cob, tomato, carrots, uh, some radishes in there to give it a little fresh crunch, uh, cilantro chopped up over the, over the top of it. A fantastic soup. And again, you know, we've got a lot of cold weather coming our way this weekend. So these are, these are weekend plans. And then one more in Mid-City, again, a Mexican restaurant called Taqueria Guerrero, a fantastic spot. It's on the same block as Angelo Bracado's, so there's a culinary navigation point for you for sure, just down from Venezia. Uh, and their soup that I'm drawn to there, they have a whole menu listing of, of different soups, caldos they call them. Uh, this one is, though, called Pozole. And it's made with pork and hominy, which are those bulbs of corn that are you know, puffed up. They kind of bob around in the soup. And this is a pozole rojo, so a red pozole. And it's red with the chili uh, chili peppers again. But not it's not spicy. Look, it, you see, oh, this, the soup is red from chili peppers. This is going to knock my socks off. No, it's not. It's just earthy, flavorful, deep uh, brothy flavor with lots of pork and that corn hominy. And then I love a soup. I love a meal any, any, in any case that has a little uh, assembly required at the table. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, when they bring out the dish and it's like, okay, here's all the things that go with the dish. And you sort of build your own adventure by adding little bits of this and that. So in the case of the pozole, here comes this big bowl, meal-sized soup, some crisp tortillas on the side, and then a, a side plate of chopped cabbage, chopped raw onions, avocado, lime, uh, more more chili powder, uh, some oregano. Uh, it, it's this whole sort of palette of things. And you know, again, you, you look around the restaurant, you watch what the, what, are, what are the people who look like they really know what they're doing at this restaurant doing. You observe, you watch, and uh, and you follow. And so, in this case, you want to you know put some of that stuff on on top. Try a few bites, and you know, with all of this on the table, you can vary the flavors that you're getting, spoonful by spoonful, until finally you're at the bottom of that bowl, and you just feel this deep satisfaction, and you're ready to face the. 30-something degree so-called subtropics in which we're living for a week at least. You know, looking at the at the soup at El Pavo Real, which I believe means the real peacock, there's something about corn on a cob and a tomato-based soup, and I'm thinking a corn soup uh, that, like, mm-hmm. is, a, is, a, is a staple here. That It just blends perfectly to me, and that, that soup looks delicious at El Pavo Real, 4401 South Broad. You got any questions, comments for Ian McNulty? 504-260-1870. We'll talk about that. Someplace looking for, somebody's looking for a place to get some great soup on the North Shore. Somebody else wants to know about, they say they miss West End. Where's a place to get a seafood platter reminiscent of that? Somebody else wants to know about a place to eat breakfast for the weekend in Metairie. New breakfast options. And then there was another question, and I told a person I'd be on it, that asked... Um, Oh, North Shore looking for a, uh, no, Best Reuben Sandwich in Metairie. That's what they're looking for, Best Reuben in Metairie. So anything else you got, 504-260-1870. I'll pass them along to Ian McNulty's talking Ian, uh, eating and drinking here on WWL.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Best time of the week. We're talking to Ian McNulty about eating and drinking, and Ian, you open the can of soup. I guess I can say that. Somebody wants to know about a good oyster soup. Where can they find a good oyster soup? They love it for cold weather. Oh, yes. Uh, How about Mandina's? A little oyster Mm -hmm. artichoke number over there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. uh, I was just talking about the the origins of that the the other night. Warren LaRuth, LaRuth's Restaurant from Mm -hmm. the West Bank's Long lost, great, but highly influential restaurant. Yeah, oyster artichoke soup. It's great because tis oyster season. Uh, the oysters are rolling great, but you know they're on the half shell. Icy cold oysters on an icy cold day. Mm, I'm there for it, but it's not scratching quite the same itch. Um, yeah, I was I was thinking about some of those questions you you, you, you poised uh, before the you break. Yeah, I had some raw oysters last night, as you say that uh, at the, at Eliza Jane. As a matter of fact, we had a, little, a function for a new. Matter of fact, let me welcome our new general manager. Um, Dan Barron, who's in, uh, coming from Memphis, loves the city. We're looking forward to working with him. And we had a nice little um, uh, gathering there, and they had some raw oysters. And they were delicious, i got to tell you. Ian, I don't know what the deal is with oysters, but these were good. Well, no, they're, they're rolling good now. I mean, it was, it's was it been a, kind of a wild season for oysters, a year for oysters, I should say. But back in, the, it's hard to think of it now, but that brutal summer mm-hmm. when we had this drought, uh, I remember the, the river was creeping up, this, the salt wedge that was going to be our, 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 our doom. Um, fortunately, it didn't play out, but it did have a huge effect on the oyster harvesting areas uh, down, downstream from us. And the oysters started getting really salty really early in the season. 
And uh, and now things are sort of normalized, uh, but they're just fantastic. They're they're plump, they're salty, and you know this is this is the time for it for sure. Well, I'm gonna tell you um, what they were good last night. Let me revisit for a second before we move on. Somebody texted in about the football size bowl of Vietnamese soup. Where is it? And uh, go ahead. Nine Roses uh, is on <clears throat> basically on the West Bank Expressway uh, in Gretna, just over the bridge. Probably two exits past Chapatulis if you're coming from the East Bank. Easy. And it is uh, that fabulous big banquet hall style Vietnamese restaurant. And the soup in particular, look for it under the menu category called Thin Soups and look for the one with the uh, Vietnamese water spinach. And that'll be the whole shebang. It's called Chan Kai Nyo, and that last word is N-G-O-T, and I'm sure I'm mispronouncing it, but hopefully my Vietnamese friends will forgive me. Well, uh, I saw the article, and I saw the way you spelled it. You're doing a better job than I would. I'll tell you, I wouldn't even know how to start that. Um, going back to the questions I had posed before the break. Yeah, some soups on the North Shore. Uh, this is a place that springs to mind often for me because it just nails all these cravings, these comfort food cravings. It's called the Greyhound. It's in downtown Covington. It's a spinoff from uh, Del Porto, the, the upscale Italian restaurant up the street. And they have a great French onion soup there. Sometimes they even have a matzo ball soup, which is fabulous. Um, and, you know, the North Shore has some good Vietnamese restaurants, too. Uh, Pho Chong is um, also in Covington, uh, just off the main drag there before you get to the split that leads you into downtown Covington, tucked away into a little strip mall. And sometimes they even have Dong Phong King Cakes there. Not, not, not making any promises. They sell it pretty fast, but that's that's one of their – one of the numerous satellite retail locations for Dong Fong. So that's another good one. Uh, and, you know, moving on to some of the other stuff you mentioned, uh, breakfast in Metairie. Yeah. Uh, I got a twofer because somebody was asking for breakfast in Metairie and someone else was asking for a Reuben in Metairie. So mm-hmm. I guess you covered both, 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 both uh, questions with one answer. Blue Line Sandwich Company on Metairie Road, Old Metairie. It's in that same plaza that has, what, Mark Twain Pizza, Brasa. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Oscars, the late night burger spot. Uh, well, Blue Line Sandwich is, is picking up the day shift for where <laughs> Oscars takes over at night. And uh, this is a place in the morning you can get, you know, standard egg plates. You can get a um, fairly unmessed with breakfast burrito. You can get some fancier, brunchier stuff like duck confit with waffles instead of your, your fried chicken with waffles. Kind of a riff on that. And on the lunch menu, they have, they don't call it a Reuben, but essentially it is. They, they have a, a, a big stacked sandwich called the St. Patty's Massacre, <laughs> uh, which is St. <laughs> Patty's being a reference to the cabbage, the braised cabbage that they stuff into the sandwich. But, you know, with all the corned beef, uh, it, it just on rye, it's essentially a, a riff on the Reuben. Um, and, you know, uh, you, you said breakfast in Metairie, uh, where I was just talking about this with a friend the other day. Drago's, remember, has picked up the breakfast oh, yeah. shift from the pepper mill, Riccobono's pepper mill, which closed after that long, glorious run uh, last summer. Uh, Drago's saw that and said, okay, you know what? We're starting breakfast so right around the corner. They're doing breakfast over there the Drago's way. And yes, that includes an oyster omelet. And Yes, if somebody is on duty at the Oyster Bar, you can get some of those glorious raw oysters we were just talking about for breakfast. I know that's uh, maybe a fringe order, but uh, I've done it myself, and I find it has a real invigorating, life-giving quality to the day when you can just begin with the, the essence of raw oyster with next to your coffee. Uh, and while we're talking Rubens and Metairie, don't forget about uh, Kosher Cajun right around the corner from Drago's in Fat City there. Joel Brown has been running that deli for a long time, and they do a fine Ruben. Um, 
What Drago's, can you get raw oysters for breakfast or not at Drago's? I, I have. I have gotten them. Uh, I, I, I got a... I got a non-committal answer when I said, "Will these always be available?" And I think it depends if there's if there's a, a shucker on duty at the time that you come for breakfast. Okay. But I think if enough people ask for it, Tommy, you know, we can. <laughs> they will. They will. They will respond to the demand if we uh, have enough. Our uh, dawn dawn rising oyster eaters out there, we could make that change happen. I'm ready for some right now because they were good last night. Um, what about seafood platter reminiscent of West End? I got two restaurants for you that are highly reminiscent of the West End from the glory days. Now, caveat, I only caught the tail end of it myself during my New Orleans tenure. You know, there was uh, the change had already happened and, you know, it was it was down to to the vestiges of its glory. But I I, I know of which you speak. And the one that comes to mind first is Furies in Metairie, uh, uh, just over there across the street from Dornyaks, essentially down a side street. Uh, which was it has its roots in the West End, and the, the Fury family ran a restaurant out there in the West End, the Bounty, I believe it was called. Did that, and then later later on opened Furies, uh, a little more inland, mm-hmm. uh, but not, not not far, not far from Bucktown. And uh, they do it's, this is where tradition lives on for sure. The stuffed flounder, the fried trout. Uh, it changed ownership last year, around this time, actually. Uh, but the new guard, uh, very dedicated to keeping the traditions up, keeping the staff intact, uh, just keeping the same vibe for the same clientele. And then here's kind of a sleeper on that on that same idea of the old West End seafood joint, Deanie's on Hain. Now, I'm not talking about Deanie's in Bucktown, which is a ver- perfectly good for, especially for the fried seafood platter request. I mean, they make one that's that's billboard worthy mm-hmm. uh, the way that they stack it up. Uh, then, you know, there's the Deanies downtown, there's the Deanies on Magazine Street now. Uh, but this is the same name, but a different family, a different Deanie altogether. Uh, this is Deanies on Hain. It's on Hain Boulevard out in New Orleans East. And it is really kind of the last vestige of the days when that area had all the camps jutting out onto mm-hmm. Lake Pontchartrain. Um, you know, that net network of boardwalks going out to the camps out there on, over the lake, all gone now. Uh, but this Deanies on Hain w- was a, a part of that, and it, it still lives on. And it is a deeply traditional New Orleans seafood house with, uh, you know, a regular standing menu. But then you walk in, and the whiteboard list of specials goes on and on for the day. And, you know, just fabulous stuff. You know, flounder stuff with crab meat. Uh, redfish stuff with crab meat. Uh, I've got oh, this is one of the one of the vestiges also of the the seafood boat, which you know is not. That's a what I was going to ask you. But, what was that place? Is it the same place that had the seafood boat or not? Yeah, they do. They, this is this is one of the the longtime purveyors okay. of that. So they, you know, seafood boat. If you're not familiar, is not something that rolls up to a dock in Bucktown. <laughs> it could. It uh, could. Yeah, yeah, a loaf of bread. Uh, typically not po'boy bread, no. typically more like like your sandwich bread, right. like the stuff that you would make uh, an oyster loaf out of it uh, at Casamento's. Also, Casamento's, good one for that oyster soup there for our, our previous question. Uh, but the oyster loaf, it basically takes a loaf of bread like that, slices it down the middle, hollows it out a bit, creates a, a hold, if you will, uh, you know, a, a, the, the cargo section of this boat. Uh, and into that goes fried seafood, oysters, if it's an oyster loaf, shrimp, if it's a shrimp loaf, a mix of, of seafoods, so essentially an entire seafood platter could be in there, uh, usually drizzled with a bit of garlic butter. It's certainly more butter on that bread. 
and served you like that. So it's this open-faced, kind of hollowed-out uh, vessel, this ark, if you will, of, of fried seafood coming your way. Uh, and it's just seeing it come out is, again, one of those head-turner dishes where everyone's like, okay, what's that? Certainly my little seafood, my little shrimp plate here with toast on the side is looking a little inadequate next to the seafood boat that just pulled into dock. The bread you know, may be, say- might be the best part of that whole thing. When your sandwich needs a tugboat to get get to your plate, you know you're you know you're ordering. You know you're cooking with gas, right? Somebody texted. <laughs> I'm gonna combine two questions here. One about reservations for Valentine's Day and suggestions because it is January 19th today and February 14th. Be here before you know it. Another one about Tana in Metairie, wondering how far in advance they'd have to make reservations for he and his wife for a Saturday night. Okay, let me take that in reverse order because the first one's a little easier. Excuse me, the second one's a little easier. Tana is that new upscale Italian restaurant on Metairie Road in Old Metairie, part of this, the, the blooming of the Old Metairie restaurant scene. It's Michael Galata of May, May, MoFo and Maypop fame, uh, and it's fantastic. Uh, they've been off to a great start. They're, you know, they're about a month and change in for, from their opening. It's a gorgeous space, even if you're just going for drinks before or after you know, you're outing somewhere else. The lounge is great for that. They're growing into the menu a little bit. You know, it's it's an ambitious menu and they certainly are growing into it like most restaurants do. Uh, so I'm eager to go back. We had a really, really great time seeing it open and I'm eager to see how they develop the menu from the ideas they presented. Uh, but all that said, I would not sleep on a reservation there. If you have it in mind, I would try to make one at least a week out because yeah, it is, it is a, a definitely a hot, hot topic right now. And a lot of people are, are curious about checking it out. So I, I, if you have a date in mind, even if it's two weeks away, go ahead and try to try to book that. I would say if you, if you can make it a week in advance, you're in pretty good shape, but it kind of depends on the day. I know they've been doing a lot of business through there. And if now, I don't have a date question. in mind, give me a phone number. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, but seriously. Open, and what, what about the other one? Open for proposals. I yeah. think Tommy. Valentine's uh, yeah, day. Well, Valentine's day is going to be a real wild card this year because yeah, we're less than a month out from it, but also, Valentine's Day falls on Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, yes, the day after Mardi Gras. So I guarantee you, a lot of people are going to be sitting on the the Endymion parade route when someone nudges them and says, "Hey, what are we doing for Valentine's Day?" And it's going to be the first time that uh, this person mm-hmm. thought about that question, which is only four days out past Endymion, the whole, right? You got the whole meat consideration there too, right? I mean, for some, uh, yeah, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, and it's well, it depends how you how you roll with Lent, of course. Mm-hmm. But Valentine's Day is a huge day for restaurants, and it's going to be a huge day for restaurants, even no matter what day it is. You know, we, we've we've done this before, where Valentine's Day has fallen on Bacchus Sunday, where Valentine's Day has fallen on two days after Mardi Gras, whatever it is. You know, one day after Mardi Gras is is, is a little much. You know, <laughs> people, you know, they want to go get their ashes if that's what they're into. They want to settle into a little repentance uh, because they're saying goodbye to meat uh, if they did it right, if they did the Mardi Gras right. But, you know, romance finds a way, uh, especially when it's so heavily prescribed and marketed to us through the Valentine's Day machine. Uh, so my recommendation here again is, if you if a dinner out at a nice restaurant is in the books for you for Valentine's Day, if that's the way you do it, uh, I would get on that now. Uh, and you know the restaurants that are they're gearing up for Mardi Gras right now, but they're well aware that the day after Mardi Gras they're going to be splitting up their dining rooms into lots of two top tables, which is what they do. They take all those four tops and try to break them into two tops, uh, and well, they are. 
they, believe me, they're already planning on it, and people who who know that their Valentine's Day track record relies on getting into certain restaurants are working the reservations now. So I would not dally on that. But uh, have no fear. We're going to be talking more about Valentine's Day as that day rolls around because uh, I always play it a little differently. I and, and, and you know I, I'm not, not going to criticize what people want to do with their Valentine's Day. There's wonderful ways to do it. But there are, there are also ways to get creative in the food and drink realm and really sweep the intended off their feet um, without having to break the bank or necessarily follow the script. Thank you, Ian McNulty. A pleasure as always. Have a great weekend. Y'all Google Lee and McNulty. You'll find everything you need to know. A uh, quick note here from News. Lawrence Hecker, that's that 92-year-old priest that was going on, tri- on trial for child rape, kidnapping charges. He was set to appear for a pretrial hearing today. He will not. His defense team says he's in the hospital and can't stay in jail because of his condition. Uh, just keep you alert to that. 943. Bobby Ventura, we come back right now. Traffic, WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.